0: So it's, it's just interesting how like what we're seeing, whether it's in movies or in social media or whatever, is kind of perpetuating
1: that. It's the competition. It's like, yeah. And I think too, it's, you know, through high school and college, you're always competitive with women mm-hmm. for like, dude, it's so funny. If you think about it, like when you're <laughs> competitive, for, like I was, you know, I'm competitive for like these losers in Ohio, mm-hmm. you know, these total know. doofuses,
0: dude, this this kid drew drew meskin i would have just put my whole my whole life (laughs) literally i was i'm like dude one time we were
1: in high school i was with a a friend she was like my close friend at the time we went to go see my boyfriend sebastian and
0: good old seb good old
1: seb (laughs) and sebastian had a friend i forget what his name was sebastian and his friend decided they wanted to trade girls for the night
0: Dude, I love when guys make these decisions and they They want to rule
1: to trade. So they wanted Seb to have Jack, this (laughs) other girl and the other boy to have me like they literally were like, "Okay, this has been cool. But like we actually want to trade girls. And I peeled the fuck out (laughs) and my Honda Civic was like, fuck, no, the girl, the girl went with it. But I was just thinking, I'm like, how stupid is this that we were that I was mad at her? I'm like, oh, my God, she'd have betrayed me, whatever. Like, this is also stupid. So everyone's stupid. stupid what are you doing here? I was like in the middle of a field I was like literally we're like hanging out in a barn like, but yeah the competition is real and when I I think with our friendship you know really put a mirror for me in the ways in which I didn't trust women and I didn't and I think that's gone hand in hand with my mother wound but um you know I told the story I can't but I think it's so funny when we were in when Lindsay and I were in Fiji little humble brag there (laughs) um we were in fiji last year i think we had like you know just made it like a goal for us as business owners to be like all right we're gonna go to fiji after we were in australia on tour and just treat ourselves so we're in fiji and we were sitting in the pool one day they had these like hot cold plunge pools at this fiji place and there's these three birds that were seen all <laughs> over the Fijian island resort. So we kept seeing these three birds all the time. And then so one day we saw this one of these birds and it was like limping around. <laughs> and, me and Lindsay, look at the bird, we're looking at him and I'm like, I think he's faking it. And I was like talking about how the bird was probably faking his injury and like fake limping for us to feel bad for him. And Lindsay's like, no, he's a bird. <laughs> And I, like, didn't even trust a bird. I was like, I did not because we – and in that moment, it was mirroring for me a situation within our business where we were going through a trust issue with someone on our team. And so that was making me literally not trust anyone. I wasn't trusting a bird in the tree to be not lying about a a leg issue. And so I was like, wow, that's so fucking true. I really cannot trust people. And so – then in self-reflection and evaluation was able to look back in my life like, okay, what have the issues been? What has been the common theme of my female friendships? And it's really always been about trust. Do I trust you? I don't trust you. You've broken my trust, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's really been the huge theme for me of something that I really needed to work on healing. Yeah. For me, it was so much about communication and expressing myself
0: in the moment. Um, We'll, we'll tell it in a moment, but just like the experience in middle school, high school of wanting to express myself, expressing myself, and then not being received in the way that is safe and just supportive. And so, I I mean, in every one of my relationships, not not just my female friendships, but I think it's just such a mirror because we are so close and do so much together that I was just realizing like, wow, what is this where... I can't tell someone that I really care about how I'm feeling in the moment because I'm afraid that either they will feel ashamed, they will be mad, they won't be friends with me, they won't trust me. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, it still shows up. I'm still kind of working with it. But it was really cool this last year to be able to practice that and continue to practice that in a space with you where I just felt like you knew that was something that I'm working on and then could... We could just like walk through it together in so many Mm -hmm. ways, which was helpful. Yeah. And the trust thing
1: too, it was like, I remember when with the moving thing, Because, you know, Lindsay and I are talking about moving this year, which will keep you guys posted on where we go and that timing and everything. But one of our friends was like, oh, yeah, you know, Lindsay's moving, you know, back to New York to be with her man. And I was like, yeah, totally. And I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And we had been both kind of this was like earlier. This was in December. So we both been traveling. So we kind of hadn't seen each other. And I didn't know. And I was like, damn, I can't believe that she did that. Like, why Mm -hmm. would she not tell me? Blah, blah, blah. And so I just brought it up to you. And it's like my issue is not trusting you and then yours is not the communication. You know, so it's like both of our, but it's, so the awareness of our issues is like, oh, this is the issue in plain sight. This is another situation for us to be like, oh, this won't bother me, upset me, trigger me, whatever. It's like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is just interesting that this issue is, this little thing is coming up. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, wow, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And that's, you know, been something that we've really worked on. And now it's kind of, thankfully
0: when it comes up it like i like it, it's fun to work on it it yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds weird but it's just like cool like we have so much awareness around it where it's like yeah okay let me like do that over mm-hmm. you know it's yes. it's very much um like engaged in the the betterment of these relationships these dynamics and what we're working on it's not so much this like shame cycle and then we fix it. There's very little shame, which feels so much better. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a moment and define what the female friendship wound is. Just to put it in context, um, the female friendship wound is the pain, the subconscious beliefs and the coping mechanisms that manifest in early female friendships that, You carry with you now and into your current female relationships and you know from our experience it could be a super powerful wound that you know deserves your time love and attention and can be this like really cool portal to understand you understand people that you're in relationship with um and just bring about a lot of peace. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think it correlates with the mother wound. You know, so Mm, many of us are are kind of working on that and talking about that. And I did a full episode on it. And Bethany Webster, who wrote the book called Healing the Mother Wound, is coming on the podcast. So we'll dig into that deeper. So for me, the female friendship wound was a lot like the mother wound. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like similarities. So when we're working on these, we can kind of see correlations in both. But it's almost like the pain experiences or the trauma sometimes is different you know so sometimes they correlate some of my trauma correlates to to my mom and then some correlates to actual situations with other women so you know these definitely go hand in hand
0: for And sure. I think it can be kind of sneaky like mm-hmm. I even had like a situation wasn't mother it was more like father wound mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I didn't realize that it was popping up in my relationship with Sean yeah. and I was like But he's nothing like my dad. But I was like, whoa. Like, there's just like these little sneaky ways in which the mother, father wound um, can show up and look very different than what you experienced when you were younger. But kind of the core pains, the core things, stories – are still
1: still running. Yeah, completely. So some questions for you guys to think about, you know, when we're you're processing or working with your female friendship wound. Um, the first one is thinking about what a common theme in your female relationships is. And you can think about the relationships that are successful. You can think about the ones that are unsuccessful. For me, thinking about um, the female friendship breakups that I had had over the years, even from seventh and eighth grade, you know, to a couple years ago, were always centered around trust, them not trusting me, me not trusting them, me feeling like it was unsafe with them because of trust. So when I realized that pattern, I was able to really think about what ways in which is this being presented to me so that I could heal it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, um, I think when you're like, it's really helpful not to overanalyze and really just sit with maybe even like hands over heart eyes closed and like bringing a certain relationship to your consciousness and just recognizing the feeling that it brings up and usually that will be um,
1: easier to, to decipher thank you so much for tuning in to morning microdose by almost 30 we hope you enjoyed waking up as always we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest if you enjoyed this trip tune into the full episode on the almost 30 podcast